Hey, welcome back. And we're listening to Ben exposing this America First organization, which Mark Meadows is on the executive boards. So basically, it's like you're hiding it. Sensitive and, uh, compartment. They were trying to, they were trying to um, spread ma uh, malinformation that. <clears throat> um, FBI had received orders, the orders from Joe Biden. Information, information that's so highly classified that they need to be reviewed in sensitive compartmented information facilities or SCIFs. So the National Archives has to turn it over to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice then takes over the investigation. The uh, Department of Department of Justice asks for the records back. Trump refuses. Trump's lawyers say, no worry, you have everything. So the Department of Justice finally has to get a subpoena from a grand jury in May of 2022. They subpoena Donald Trump. Donald Trump has his lawyers sign a false attestation on June 3rd of 2022 where they return a small red weld folder including 30 plus other classified records and they sign an attestation. You have Christina Bob and Evan Corcoran. Trump's lawyers say we've got nothing else. The Department of Justice knows that Trump's lying so then finally after like 18 months of Trump's repeated lies, including a false attestation given to the top counterintelligence official of the Department of Justice. Well, the Department of Justice it. has to get a search warrant. They get a search warrant. They execute the search warrant. A magistrate judge, Judge Reinhardt, finds probable cause on August 5th. The search warrant's executed reach. on August 8th. And lo and behold, there's thousands of government records, including a hundred other top secret and other classified information, including sensitive compartmented information. Not to mention there are like dozens of other folders that say classified on it where the contents are missing. Okay, that's a crime. That's obstruction of justice. So setting aside the very content of the letter, the whole thing, the whole propaganda in and of itself is a misdirection to basically say, oh, this was politically motivated. Don't even look at the crime. But when you actually get into, okay, well, what is this letter even saying? Like, what is the underlying argument that's being made in this letter? Well, the underlying argument is that the Department of Justice authorized uh, a criminal investigation and that the Department of Justice executed a search warrant. And they call it the Biden Department of Justice. Look, the Department of Justice is part of the executive branch. Of course, the Department of Justice executed a search warrant. But in normal course, the way the Department of Justice is supposed to be structured, which it wasn't under the Trump administration, which it was in the Biden administration, is there supposed to be a separation, though, between the president and what the Department of Justice is pursuing. There's supposed to be a level of independence there, and that's what takes place under the Biden administration. That's why you don't have Biden tweeting out or posting or directing Merrick Garland, do this or do that, which Donald Trump absolutely did on a daily basis with Bill Barr. And so you just look at this letter um, that this um, that was being sent by this America First legal group and like, what are the things that they're talking about? Well, they're like citing this letter by, from the National Archives, where the National Archives says that... Um, that the National Archives identified items marked as classified national security information within the 15 boxes. 
and then NARA referred the issue to the Department of Justice. Since that time, the Department of Justice has been exclusively responsible for all aspects of the investigation, and NARA has been, sorry, and NARA has not been involved in the DOJ investigation or any searches that it has conducted. Accordingly, NARA is unable to provide a briefing or any documents in response to your letter, and we refer you to the Department of Justice. Please note, however, NARA is preserving all records relating to this matter. Yes, and that dovetails directly with the timeline that NARA was involved at first in the process when Trump left the White House in January of 2021. Um, NARA said, we get these documents back, and when finally after Narek persisted, persisted, and Trump continued to lie. Then it was turned over to the Department of Justice. And then the Department of Justice was exclusively engaged in the investigation. Like, that's not a bombshell moment right there at all. And we know Donald Trump committed the crime. So that's the story that they want to launder. So they basically create this organization that they call American First Legal. It's not a legal organization, but they give it the title. It's run by Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller then invents this story to back up a Trump conspiracy theory. And then the next step that they do is then Stephen Miller coordinates this kind of phony organization that's really a Trump proxy group. Then what do they do? They coordinate with the GOP and the House Judiciary or the House Oversight Committee. And then Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary tweets out the propaganda. They spread it. So then you have the House Judiciary account. They go, wow, look at this story. Wow, they write. Um, and then you have Trump's kids like Eric Trump go, I called it, I called it the morning of the Mar-a-Lago raid, Biden knew everything, and there's absolutely no evidence that Biden knew anything, yet alone everything from, from any of their letters or any of the evidence that they use in, you know, purportedly in support of it. So then, here's the step, right? Stephen Miller's organization, America First Legal, comes up with this conspiracy, which in and of itself is kind of an irrelevant misdirection, but it's a misdirection. House Judiciary, they post it. Trump's kids, they post it. Then the former Trump aides, who are these MAGA influencers and these far-right disinformation blogs, they then tweet out the phony story. And the MAGA Republican disinformation machine kicks into action, which is a very coordinated and organized um, effort where they basically repeat the same message over and over again. So here you have Jenna Ellis, Biden White House, directly coordinated with the FBI to set up the Trump raid, as though they think that people don't know, and maybe their supporters don't know, the FBI is a division, is a department within the Department of Justice. So of course the Department of Justice is directing the efforts of the FBI, and if you want to call it the Biden Department of Justice, yes, Biden appoints the Attorney General, and the top officials at the Department of Justice are appointed by the Biden administration. That's the way the Department of Justice works and operates. Then you have Denise D'Souza, who goes, Breaking bombshell report shows Biden White House involved with Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. And now notice what they do. They then take the report, they kind of remove the identity that it's a Stephen Miller organization, and they just put it out there, bombshell report. Then Lauren Boebert posts it. And what are they posting? Breitbart, DC Inquirer, all these right-wing um, uh, papers and, and, and websites, they then write about it. 
Then Lauren Boebert goes, there was never any doubt about this. It was only a matter of time until we found out. The Biden crime family never quits with their corruption. Find out what? There's nothing in that letter that says Biden knew or directed or did anything, or did anything at all. You're just describing the way the DOJ is structured. Here's the gateway pundit. America first legal. Biden White House was involved in Mar-a-Lago raid leading on leading political opponent President Trump. So it is a very sophisticated operation of how this disinformation is pushed. And then what happens? Then Fox picks it up. So then it's laundered through Fox and the Murdoch properties like the New York Post, and they cite the report to give them legal cover, and the report came from Trump propagandist Stephen Miller, and this is repeated over and over again. Here's the Fox headline. Biden White House officials were involved in Mar-a-Lago raid despite claiming otherwise. Report. And so they're saying that the DOJ officials who are appointed by the Biden administrations, that they knew about the raid. Well, that's the way the Department of Justice works. The Department of Justice is, as their attorney general, is appointed by Biden. The FBI is under the Department of Justice. There's absolutely zero evidence that Biden knew, that Biden directed. There's no evidence of that whatsoever, and that is how the disinformation spreads. And then you want to look at some of the other uh, disinformation that they spread. Just here's, here's another example of them basically doing the same thing. So here's America First Legal breaking. America First Legal has opened an investigation into the New York County District Attorney's Office to obtain their internal and external communications. Boom, what happens? House Judiciary GOP, they put out some eyeball emojis, they spread it, and the cycle repeats over and over again. And America First Legal, not a legal organization, not run by a lawyer, run by Stephen Miller, a Trump cultist, a Trump cult member, a a Trump aide. That's who is peddling this disinformation, but it is all astroturf. It is all meant to create this view that, hey, this is an official report that was created. You see, MAGA Republicans, look at this report. This was Biden directing this action when there's no such evidence in there at all, and they want to deflect from the fact that, notice, they don't say Trump is innocent. They don't say Trump didn't do it. They go, oh, purportedly, no, it was no purportedly, Donald Trump stole the most sensitive records from our country, posing a immediate threat to our national security, defied subpoenas, obstructed justice repeatedly, and then they funnel and launder this ridiculous disinformation campaign. But notice how it's coordinated. Notice the structure so that you could be able to call it out and, and recognize it. And you can let people know, no, America First Legal, that's Stephen Miller. That's Stephen, it's not a report. It's Stephen Miller just spreading disinformation out there. That's how it works, folks. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We are on our way to 1.5 million subscribers thanks to your support. So please yeah, hit the subscribe button. Also check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Midas Touch. I think you will love what we got on.
Patreon sites and great memberships there. You can join and helps grow this platform. And we just did a, uh, a live Zoom session on our Patreon. Also, you can check us out as well wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellis. Thanks for watching. The best part of waiting. So here are some comments. <clears throat> I said that was great, Ben. Thanks. Anna Jagger says, so sick of their BS bar should be investigated. <clears throat> Thank you, Ben, and the team at Midas Touch. Please do one thing for us. Do not let Miller go unpunished for his destruction of children's lives. We're watching the fall of Defended Trump brings us great joy and relief. Lock up the entire cult of criminality. It's been, uh, well, Stephen Miller's been, um, uh, he's been compelled to testify, as well as Mike Pence and Mark Meadows, haha, and Cuccinelli, and a couple of, like, national security ones who, you know, tried to, tried to seize the voting machines. If you didn't know that, you should. And uh, if you learned something from a podcast, uh, share them. And also go subscribe to Midas Touch. Them, uh, you know, I don't even think there's a way to subscribe to my... Oh, I guess... I don't know. Can you subscribe to my podcast? I don't know. I don't know who... If I have any subscribers, all I know is uh, 113K or so... Uh, 113,000 uh, downloads of my podcast, so I think I'm doing something right. Miller reminds me of Joseph Goebbels, Hitler's propaganda guru. Yeah, it's a good comparison. President Biden is the best man for the United States. I believe he's a person that really cares about his people in our country. 510 likes. Sometimes I wish the mega crowd would just outright say, leave our Fuhrer alone instead of beating around the bush. As an old hippie grandma, I have to say that Stephen Miller has the most slappable face I've ever seen. Cucker Tarlson is a close second. Smith can ask Miller about this when Miller testifies before the grand jury. Lying to the DOJ has consequences. <laughs> They're taking too long to hold these traitors accountable. This crap is getting ludicrous and dangerous. <clears throat> MFers I'm outraged these people are still living free Stephen Miller for prison 2024 you are correct Mark Meadows is not a lawyer in fact he lied and said he had a Bachelor of Arts degree when it was an associate's. <laughs> ben, dude, do you sleep? <laughs> just want you and your brothers to know how very much I appreciate you sharing your legal expertise, time, insights, and humor with us to help us wrap our heads around all the simple, uh, complicated legal wrangling just to hold one egregious trade traitor accountable. Yeah, it's taking up all the resources of our entire fucking criminal justice system. <clears throat> Oh.
other resources. On of the entire justice system. Okay, so I said diaper dawn, taking up all the resources, all the lawyers, time and energy of everybody in the justice system on one man, the worst criminal in human history. Let's see. Yeah, it's got a, I've got a blue got a blue color thing next to my name shows that I'm a member. If Miller's that kind of person Fox is looking for, then I can understand why they're being sued for $1.6 A legal firm without lawyers. <laughs> How is Jim Jordan not heading that board? He's the current king of legal power without legal knowledge. Connection to the server timed out. Why? Hit, uh... Miller reminds me of Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for all your excellent work. Thank you for exposing Miller. Stephen Miller's the reincarnation of Joseph Goebbels. Yes. Look at my, my thing. Just look at Miller's eyes. They are endless darkness. He exudes evil. You can see it and feel it. Uh, brilliant deconstruction of their propaganda network. You should do a flowchart of this network and post it on all the social media. Or just, uh, um, 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 throwing spaghetti in so we'll see what will stick. So essentially it's a troll farm right out of the Russian playbook. Assess, I suggest everybody. Okay, brilliant deconstruction of that propaganda network. Yes, yeah, flowcharts or uh, share it, which is what I'm going to do. Share this. Reincarnates, surely, not surely, surely. Goebbels, 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 it's Goebbels, I think. <coughs> Diaper dines.
It's a stink Stephen with the V. This is the guy, that guy, um, Stephen Miller in high school. Stephen Miller. point. Perfect storm, not perfect. Okay, so I um, put in my news feeds on Facebook. Chomsky quotes. Alright. Yeah, you're siding with the fucking demons. Trump supporters, you are siding with the demons. I don't kind of fuck them up. Maybe get them to pause for thought for a second. You know, it's part of what you can use your brain, idiots. Uh, Trump gives the most insane interview yet, eight hours ago. This is the last week to claim a government-funded 100% debt relief This is only a test. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump gave what may be his most deranged and vile interview yet. He gave this interview to Tucker Carlson, who back on January 4th of 2021 wrote this in a series of text messages which was exposed in Dominion's $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox. Tucker Carlson wrote the following. We are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. 
I truly can't wait. And the Fox employee responds to him, I want nothing more. It does feel very close. I imagine things will get nice starting around mid-February. And Tucker responded, I hate him passionately. I blew up at Peter Navarro today in frustration. I actually like Peter, but I can't handle much more of this. But Tucker Carlson, in keeping with platforming more disinformation, brought Donald Trump onto his program, and Donald Trump just completely gave this utterly deranged interview. Let me show you some of the lowlights from this interview. Yeah. So, uh, in this interview with Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump says that the biggest Tucker problem Carlson. is not global warming that we face, but it is something called nuclear warming that no one's talking about. Play this clip of Donald Trump. It melted the granite. If you look at that and multiply it times 500, that's what you're talking about. Um, when I listen to people talk about global warming, that the ocean will rise in the next 300 years by one-eighth of an inch, and they talk about this is our problem. Our big problem is nuclear warming. I mean, nobody even talks about it. The environmentalists talk about all this nonsense in many cases. Look, I'm an environmentalist also, I guess, in my own way, because I've done a good job with the environment. But <laughs> nobody talks about nuclear, <laughs> the problem. The problem. By the way, when he was undergoing impeachment, in order, this is, uh, this is according to my uh, my estimation, my research of what happened, what was going on at the time um, during the impeachment trial, in order to get the votes of the southern, southern like Marsh Blackburn, and who's who's an old motherfucker who's who was uh, you know he was going to retire anyway. Um, he, you know, basically what he did to get their votes is to uh, de-regulate uh, the waterways so that they could dump whatever they want into the fucking waterways. That's, that's what he did to, for the environment. Rides. The biggest problem we have in the whole world, it's not global it's warming, it's nuclear warming. And all it takes is one madman, you, you and problem you're going to have a problem the likes of which the world has never seen. And then Donald Trump says, actually, the biggest problem is today. not Russia, it's not China, it's not North Korea. He says... It that guy, hey, hey, diapered on. If you hear this, probably you do, Every, you probably uh, troll all your haters. And I'm your number one hater, so you, uh, well, I know you do. You had a fucking sheriff beat me up in my own driveway, so, and, 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 uh, arrest me. And, uh, unlawfully imprison me for fucking nothing, just to, just to harass, just to rough me up. But, uh, I think actually you were supposed, he was supposed to kill me, but, um, I don't think he did, because I think he thought we had cameras going on. I just signed cameras at the, at the end of the driveway. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, um, so I, I know you've had it out for me for a long time, and in fact, you, I'm pretty damn sure you're the you're the connection for the DHS. It's been going on for a long time, even before since Biden came into power. So I think you're still accessing those, uh, you know, 
I think, uh, you know, he's got his hacker, fucking Russian hackers, probably. Or, or Mossad's, or, you know, which he hired with our money, our taxpayer money. And so, uh, DHS, by the way, cease and desist, motherfuckers. Kevin, Rick, Dick, Dicks, the Dicks at DHS. Kevin, Kevin and, uh, Brad, Brad's and the Dicks at DHS. Go fuck yourselves. You're doing crim engaging in criminal activity, and uh, you will be uh, you will be uh, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And yeah, fucking back off. You don't have a warrant. You can't get a warrant to legally surveil me and uh, suppress all my communications. So uh, cease and desist, motherfucker. Uh, when I uh, uh, you know, I've already reported you, and that goes for the Pima County Sheriff's Department, too. I know you're surveilling me as well. Fuck off! You don't have a warrant, so fuck off! You will be prosecuted. America. He says it's the people within America who are actually the biggest threat right now. Play this clip. I often say... They said to me the other day, one of your fellow journalists said, uh, who's the biggest problem, sir? Is it China? China? Could it be Russia? Could it be North Korea? No, I said, the biggest problem is from within. It's these sick, you. radical people you. from within. Because you we can handle, if we're smart, problem. we can Number handle Russia, China. I did. I took in billions and billions, terrorist. hundreds of billions of dollars from China. No other president arrest. took in anything, Turn and they respected up, me. He's the same thing, you know. Going to jail. I told him, you can't Directly go into Taiwan. You can't, you can't do it. I won't tell you exactly what I said, but it was Train something in. that probably a lot of people wouldn't Fuck like yourself. if they heard it. But it was very tough. Like Don't go into Taiwan. Perfect if you do, we're going to have problems. Slam other than that, we're going to be great relationship. We're going to have a great relationship. This Department of Justice. If you're listening to this, if you hear this, I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to post all over your fucking feed every day until you do your goddamn job. This is the perfect time to slam him with those espionage charges. Do it! There are you fucking chicken shits. And he said to me when I said we're going to do something, if he goes, in, no, 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 you wouldn't do it. I'll do that. I swear I'll do that. And he didn't believe me, but he believed me 10%. The same thing with Putin. I said I was going to do something Bam. really nasty. With insurrection if he goes into Ukraine, Darian he said, no, no, you're not going to do that. I said, I will. The insurrection and charges. he didn't believe me, though, but he believed me 10%. And the 10%, you never heard talk about going into Ukraine. You never heard talk about going mm -hmm. into Taiwan mm -hmm. until I was no longer there. You know, and with Donald Trump, it is all projection as Donald Trump is the biggest threat to the national security. Putting everybody's laws at risk in the intelligence community. Just because the Department of Justice doesn't have any balls. Do your fucking job, United States and frankly to the entire world. And here in the interview, Donald Trump calls the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, an American hero. Donald Trump calls him an idiot. Play this clip. They said, sir, the tents are very hard to take out. I said, I want the tents. I want the tanks. I want the planes. I want everything. And a couple of them fought me on it, like Milley. He said, sir, I think it's cheaper to leave the equipment behind. 
I said, let me ask you, we have a plane that costs $100 million. It's sitting there. All it needs is a tank of gas, right? Give me a little jet fuel. We'll fly it to Pakistan or any place else, or we'll fly it directly home. You say it's cheaper to leave a $100 million plane? Sir, I think overall it's cheaper. These are idiots we're dealing with. So after Donald Trump begins the interview by talking about nuclear warming and then says that the biggest problem to the world is Americans and then calls the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, an idiot, then Donald Trump talks about the criminal charges brought against him in New York and he says that they got him on a, quote, perfect non-disclosure agreement. He says, that is how they got me. Play the clip. There's a secret plan designed to force Americans into going solar by May 21st. That's right, and if you don't make the switch, you'll be forced to. Which means you'll have to unexpectedly shell out over $20,000. Luckily, until May 21st, you'll be able to get solar panels at zero net cost. You see, with the goal to slow down global warming, our government decided that all homeowners will soon need to go solar, and until May millions and millions of pages and they get you on a non-disclosure agreement i mean big numbers billions and billions of dollars right and they get you on a perfect non-disclosure agreement where they get you nothing a friend of mine who's a big business guy said you have to be the most honest they don't have anything And Donald Trump does this thing where he goes, it was a perfect call. It was a perfect non-disclosure agreement. They've gone through millions of my documents and they could get me on nothing else other than the perfect non-disclosure agreement. First off, what you're referring to is a crime of falsifying business records to cover up hush money payments to a porn star in connection with an election. And furthermore, the Attorney General of New York currently has a civil fraud lawsuit based on your fraudulent valuation of properties and not only that there are numerous other criminal investigations where you are still going to be uh, criminally charged a perfect non-disclosure agreement. I mean this person is completely and utterly just a a complete and utter um, maniac. Oh and here talking about the criminal charges brought against him uh, in Manhattan you know whenever he lies he does whenever he talks he lies but he does this thing where he goes you know uh, someone went up to me and said sir Sir, you're, you're such a great person, sir. And here he tells this fake story about how when he went into the courthouse, um, when he was uh, criminally arraigned, he said everybody there, they were all crying and saying, Sir, 2024, sir. And everybody was crying and, and applauding him. Play this clip. And I'll tell you, people were crying. People that work there, professionally work there, that have no problems putting in murderers and they see everybody. It's tough, tough place. And they were crying. They were actually crying. They said, I'm sorry. Uh, they'd say, 2024, sir, 2024. And tears are pouring down. There is, I've never seen anything like the whole, Those people are phenomenal. Those are your police. Yep. Those are the people that work at the courthouse. They're unbelievable people. Uh, many of them were in tears or close to it. Uh, many apologists were sorry, sir. We're sorry. They had a have me do certain things. He said, sir, I, I can't believe I have to sorry, we're not ask you. I can't even believe that I have to ask you to do it. You could see. That's what they're sorry about. So in one sense, it was beautiful because they get it. 
uh, in another sense, you know, it's nasty. I went to the Wharton School of Finance. They didn't teach me about that. That wasn't no, you didn't. Didn't. So the arraignment that part. Well, that wasn't, there, that wasn't, we didn't have a class in. on arraignment. <laughs> because he hired somebody named Ben Shapiro to take his SATs so he could get into University of Pennsylvania. And he says he got it. The Wharton, Wharton School of Business, that's a graduate school. He didn't even go to graduate school. Quick break to talk so about our next partner, uh, Roan. If you're like. And I've called on uh, Wharton, uh, uh, University of Pennsylvania, to fucking revoke his, uh, revoke his diploma because it was, uh, he hired somebody to take the test for him and his auntie did uh, his homework. Diaper Donald's Nation Point. Now the judge did his homework for him. Did his homework for him. status as world's richest people. Lied about his assets, lied about his Worth. Forbes. Eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes. Okay, in Mary Trump's book, she says that somebody named Ben Shapiro took Diaper Donald's SATs for him so he could get into University of Pennsylvania. He's lying here. He did not go to Wharton. Wharton is the graduate school. I've called on the University of Pennsylvania to revoke his certificate, his diploma, 
because he cheated to get in, and his Aunt Mary, now the judge, did all his homework for him. I've also called on Forbes to revoke retroactively diapered on status on the world uh, list of world's richest people. He lied about that, too. Have him take the retake the test. A while back, by the way, I I read several chapters of her book, which is fantastic. My, I should, I should, uh, okay, I'm going to edit that, and I'm going to tweet that, and I'm going to, I'm going to tag Forbes and University of Pennsylvania, and. Um, Diperdon's diploma. Diperdon. The reason I do that is so I can get the, for the hashtags, so I can get, you know, say Trump is, uh, Trump is ego surfing all the time. I'm sure he is. Like every time somebody mentions Trump, I'm sure he like reads it. He wants to know what it is. Says. <laughs> That's what. Uh, that goes back to a story. Forbes. Forbes. Forbes, I'm tagging it and I'm at signing it. Forbes billionaires. Forbes. What? 
how do you pronounce it? How about Forbes Women? Um, Forbes Billionaires. Where's that one? Billionaires. Oh, that was uh, Billionaires. It's a hashtag, Forbes Billionaire. Wall Street Journal, what's now? WSJ, what's now? Okay, I'm going to tag Forbes. Law review, how about that? Wharton School of Economics. He didn't fucking go to Wharton. They should put a cease and desist on him saying he, he went to Wharton. He didn't go to fucking Wharton. Knowledge at Wharton. Wharton Magazine. Maybe they'll, uh, Pennsylvania, what's a new university? The ESG initiative at the Wharton School. Wharton School Press. Wharton, that sounds interesting. Pennsylvania. Young Democrats. Oh yeah, I forgot to marry Trump. Mary L. Trump. Michael Cohen, Midas Tamba, Midas Touch.
Diaper down, diaper down, diaper Trump. Dana, 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 Diaper Don. Diaper, Diaper Don. Diaper, diaper, don, diaper, diaper, don, oh, diaper, don, oh, diaper, don, diaper, 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 don.
Alabama. You got the rest of the union to help you along. That's still my idea.
Yeah. Right. That community 